Good morning, guys. So I was getting up from, I'm, I'm at, I was at work and I just heard the Holy Spirit say stale. And I'm like, stale? And um, I'm, I'm just like, man, what, you know, what do you mean by that? You know, you calling me stale, you know? So I look up the definition of stale and it says no longer fresh and pleasant to eat. Hard, musty, or dry, okay? And um, some of synonyms for stale is dry, hard, hardened, and rotten, moldy, decaying, um, no longer new or fresh, usually as a result of being kept for too long. And one of the things I've learned about the Holy Spirit is um, he loves when he loves our efforts to live in the spirit and walk in the spirit. He loves when we lean on him, when we rely on him, when we are, you know, in the process of building a relationship with him and building a bond with him. And he's actually teaching us how to live in the spirit and walk in the spirit. And what I've noticed, um, what I've noticed really, honestly, um, just in developing a relationship with the Holy Spirit is I've developed, you know, a bond with him already to the point to where if I'm not in constant communication or communion with him, or let's say, let's say I'm doing other things more than I am in communion, communion with him, or I'm in communication with other people more than I'm in communication with him. Um, sometimes we don't realize that those things become distractions. We don't realize how easily things become distractions or how easily we're distracted uh, from our life in the spirit because, you know, okay, let's just keep it. We live in the flesh, right? We, we're, we're, we have a flesh, right? I'm not saying we live in the flesh. We have a flesh. And sometimes when we're so, when we live in the flesh, what happens is we're, we become so aware and so earthbound that all of the things that are in the flesh are able to be presented to us and we're able to be attacked by it because we're not meant to live in the flesh. When we become a born again believer, we receive the Holy Spirit. We then have a choice to live in the spirit or to walk after the flesh. We have a choice, right? And I was realizing that over the weekend of, cause you know, I, I sensed a little discouragement tried to come and I'm just like, where is this coming from? You know, I don't live in a state of discouragement. God has completely freed me from that. So I know like, and, and God was showing me something. He was like, it was like a choice. It was almost like I didn't automatically become discouraged. It was a fight to be discouraged. If that makes any sense. Like it was a literal fight to be discouraged. Like it was almost like I'm so used to living in the spirit. I'm so used to be, cause when you live in the spirit, you're connected to the Holy spirit. He's a divine encourager. So when you live in the spirit, you don't experience discouragement. I'm just going to be real with you guys. It'll try to come, but then it's like, I'm going to choose to be encouraged. I'm going to choose to let the turn to the Holy Spirit. Let him encourage me. I'm going to choose to let him talk to me and let him lift me up and pick me up. So I don't really, I don't want to make it seem like I don't ever get discouraged, but I really don't. <laughs> like I really don't because I stay I try to stay so connected to the Holy Spirit. And when you're connected to him, he'll feed you hope. Like he'll feed you courage. He'll feed you just it, like everything that comes with staying connected to him. It, it just, it gives you hope. Okay. So it's just like, you. it's really not, it's really hard to, you got to choose discouragement. And so he was really showing me just um, the things that are presented to us when we're living in the flesh. 
Okay, when you're a born-again believer filled with the Holy Spirit and you choose for that day or for that moment, you're going to live in the flesh. You have you. It's more than just, you know, you making that choice to live in the flesh, but you have to recognize that all of the things that come with living in the flesh are going to be presented to you. Like discouragement, like depression, like, you know, little things that people who live in the flesh have to deal with and have to experience. I'm not saying, you know... I mean, well, there are, you know, spirits of discouragement and spirits of depression and all that stuff like that. So let's just say the fruit, the fruits of living in the flesh, which is, um, you know, anger, you know, fornication and um, just things like that. You know, go look it up, you know, the fruits of the flesh and the fruits of the spirit. I mean, we, we know there's there's lust, you know, all those things will become will be presented to you because that's that's what you're choosing to do. You're choosing to to live in the flesh. I hope I'm making sense. And then we know that if we choose to live in the spirit, then we're being developed. The fruits of the Holy Spirit will be developed in us even more. We'll be we'll pursue the fruits of the spirit when we live in the spirit. What does that mean? What does that mean when we live in the spirit? When we live, when I'm, when I say live in the spirit, I mean, you have the Holy Spirit living on the inside of him, on the inside of you and you live in him. Literally every day you live in him. Every day you live on your communication with him. You live on you. Your whole existence is, is in him. You live based off of your communication with him. You live based off of the, the word that he feeds you. You literally live in him. That's what it means to live in the spirit. What does it mean to walk in the spirit? You walk literally in him. I, I let him lead me. I let him guide me. I let him direct me. This is what I mean by that. And in doing that, the fruits of the Holy Spirit are there. I have a, a, a appetite for the fruits of the Holy Spirit. But when you walk, when you choose today, oh, you just going to live in the flesh. Guess what? Be prepared to fulfill all those fleshly desires. Your appetite is then going to be brought down to this world. We got to bring our appetites up higher. And how do you do that? You ask God, God, Holy Spirit, show me how to live in the spirit with you so that my appetite can be adjusted. Some of us just need our appetites adjusted. And we wonder why, why do I want this or why do I want that? It's because you're living in the flesh when you're supposed to be living and walking in the spirit. So anyways, I heard stale. Sorry, back to that. I heard stale. And I'm just like, wait, what? Like, how does this pertain? What does this mean? You know, how does this pertain? And when when I looked at the definition of stale, it says hard and um and rotten and you know, moldy and decaying and stuff like that. And it's just like sometimes, um sometimes if we're not careful, our walk with God becomes stale. Our walk with God becomes stale when we're trying to live in the spirit without the Holy Spirit. Like you can't do it. It's not possible. It's not possible to do. Okay. Somewhere on your journey with God, you have to get a revelation of how important the Holy Spirit is going to be and how significant you're going to let him be in your life. We have to let him be there. We have to let him be significant. We have to let him be important, an important person in our life, an important part of our life. We have to wake up every day and make the conscious choice that I'm going to talk to the Holy. I'm going to talk to my Holy Spirit today. I'm going to fellowship with my Holy Spirit today. I'm going to acknowledge him today. I'm going to, you know, and not just 
in the morning or at night before I go to bed, but all throughout this day, because I know that I have to live in the spirit and walk in the spirit all day. Am I saying you're going to be perfect and you, you know, no, that's not, you don't have to be perfect. Okay. You don't have to be perfect. It's like, well, how am I going to live in the spirit if I got to go to work? Invite him, invite him to work with you. Well, how am I living the spirit if I got to if I got to do this and do that, invite him in to what you have to do. So while you're doing those things, you can live in the spirit with him. While you're doing those things, you don't you don't have a, a perspective and a mindset that's earthbound. You really your mind are on things that are above as you living in the spirit. Although you're around people, although we live in this world, we're not of this world. So that means that everything that the world is affected by today, everything that the people around me are affected by today, it doesn't affect me because I'm 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 seated in heavenly places. Literally, I'm living in the spirit. I'm not looking at what's I'm not focused on what's going on in the natural. I'm not looking at the things that are happening right in front of me because God has me seated somewhere else to where. It's not happening in front of me. I'm I'm looking down at it. So I I I want to take it. So it's like this: living life in the flesh is like you're you're focused on everything that's in front of you, right? But when you live life in the spirit, everything you don't see it. You don't see it at eye level. Instead of me. Seeing it in front of my face, I then go from seeing it in front of my face to seeing it beneath me. I have to look down to see it because I'm set above it when I live in the spirit. I'm placed above it when I live in the spirit. So that's how I can I can. That's that's the best way I can explain it to you guys. So sometimes things don't be a big deal for people that live in the spirit. Sometimes, I mean, sometimes it could be a total disaster, a total tragedy to somebody, somebody else. But then the person that's living in the spirit, not to say they don't have feelings, not to say that God doesn't care about how they feel, but he, he does. But because they are living in a position, in a place that's far above anything that could ever happen on this earth, they, they're seated in their authority already and they just they, they're not moved. And they have a different perspective. They have a different perspective. I think it's, I believe it's possible to live with a God perspective every day of your life. When I, when I sit, when situations arise or if someone brings me a situation, I always try to fit. I, I always, 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 especially when it's someone else, I always try to take on the God perspective. That's why sometimes when people talk to me, I kind of have I kind of help them see things a different way. God's way. I'll always bring a God perspective to your situation. I will always I'm not going to I'm not going to give you my perspective. I'm not going to give you my opinion. In certain I'm going to give you the God perspective in that situation. So you can leave that conversation seeing things totally different. So, um, I would, I would say, you know, there's definitely nothing stale about the Holy Spirit. There's nothing old. He's always, he's there to renew us. And if you, and honestly, one of the things that will keep your walk from being stale is the word of God. 
We're supposed to be renewed. Our mind is renewed through the word of God, right? And so, and, and if stale means something that's not fresh, something that's old, something that's not being renewed, Another way to keep your walk with God fresh and to keep things, keep the fire hot and keep it burning is through the word of God. We want to we want to live in the spirit. We want to stay connected to the Holy Spirit. You want to hear him speak. Well, I'm telling you, you better get some word in you because he going to be when the Holy Spirit speaking, it's going to be lying. Stuff he say is going to be biblical. It's going to line up with the Bible. Yeah, there will be some things where he's talking to you and he has to give you wisdom and direction and some, you know, you can't really, you, you can't, you gotta, it's a personal matter, you know, where you gotta really just, he gotta give, direct you. Yes, but we, you need the word of God. We can't be malnourished in the word of God and then wondering why our walk is still and hard and old and moldy and rotten. It's not fresh no more because it's not being renewed. We expect God, we expect to keep a fire burning. We expect to keep something fresh without doing what it takes to keep it fresh. And so we, we got to be willing to, um, we got to be willing to choose life in the spirit. Okay. Um, I didn't realize that I was being presented with this choice every day as I was building a relationship with the Holy Spirit and building a bond with him. I didn't realize that that was me choosing to live in the spirit. Because during those times and those those times where I was building a relationship with him is where he would show me things and, you know, just knowledge, revelation would go forth and, you know, just different things. You know, he would just he was just everything, my perspective, you know, just my enthusiasm for God and just everything was different when I was built when I'm building that bond with him, because in building that bond with him, he's teaching you how to live in the spirit with him. That's another thing. We try to live in the spirit without a bond. And, you know, sometimes if you don't actually invest in a relationship, it does get stale. If you don't actually do what it takes to, you know. Build a build a continuously build a bond with someone, it gets stale. So I think the problem in a lot of relationships are is we think that. When we reach a certain level in our bond, that the bond is built and we can stop building. No. If you're in a relationship with somebody and it's a lifetime commitment, like a marriage or a lifetime relationship that you have with someone, the bond is going to be continuously building. The bond is going to continuously evolve. The bond is going to continuously get better. It's supposed to get better and stronger. The bond never stops being built. You never stop, you know, developing that bond because people change over time. Things change over time. So therefore, bond, the bond may go through a season where it becomes new and different. And, fr you know, it's different things that happen that that um, shift the dynamic of the bond. For the better. And so people stop 
building the bond and then wonder why the relationship is stale. Because you get to a place and you think, oh, the bond is already built. The, the bond is the foundation. So you just stop at the foundation. So you just stop building a house halfway through. No. What's the how, how you how you going to stop the, building a house halfway through? That's how I see relationships. It's like building a house. And if it's a lifetime relationship, the house ain't going to be built until I it ain't it ain't over until I leave. You know, it's not done until I'm I'm out. Of, I didn't checked out and went on over in the glory and, and or that other person didn't checked out. So. We have to keep building the bond so that the relationship will not be stale. And stop assuming that, oh, the bond is already built. How? Because you got comfortable just because you get comfortable in something don't mean the work is finished. OK, that's where we, we, we mistake. Oh, being getting comfortable as I've arrived. And no, you, you didn't arrive. You just got comfortable. Don't get comfortable. Amen.